Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 53 Fifteen minutes later, Nicole emerged from the office and slowly made her way down the stairs. The others stood waiting. She came up and stood before them. She wiped her eyes and tried to gather herself together. Nobody said anything, content to wait for Nicole, knowing she would speak when she was ready. Finally, she looked up at them and gave a weak smile. Taking a breath, she began. My dad and I never got along. Seems like at times we weren't even related, you know? The question hung in the air, unanswered, the others giving her the space to get her words out. There's a lot me and my dad didn't understand about each other. And after a while, I guess, that was reason enough to not even try. Hot tears filled Nicole's eyes, and she quickly wiped them away. Ruby pulled a fresh tissue from the sleeve of her dress and tapped Sam on the hand, giving it to him. Sam handed Nicole the tissue. Nicole smiled through the tears, and with the tissue, dabbed her eyes before continuing. Just before all this happened, he called me, wanted me to come out here. He knew what was about to happen, and he thought of me. When he called, we argued. The last words I spoke to my father were in anger. Even when I had no other choice but to come, all I could think was how it was just going to be a big drama. Him being right, me being wrong. I thought maybe I should become more like him when I got here. He would see that, and... But the whole time, I was trying to understand him, finally try to be like him. He was maybe starting to understand me a little, too. Nicole wiped her nose with the tissue and looked around at the group. My dad was a good man. He would have welcomed me, and would have welcomed y'all, too. He's gone now, but knowing that is, it's enough. Nicole looked up at the group. She let out a deep breath and smiled. The group gathered in closer to her. What a long, strange trip it's been, huh? She said. Walt laughed. You got that right, man, he said. Nicole and the others laughed together, then grew silent waiting for Nicole to finish. We made it this far together. We were all in this together. This is an empty place now, but it can be a good place. 
I want to make it a good place, and, and I would like... I hope you guys will stay. Nicole looked down, her words again hanging in the air. The others all looked at each other, unsure of who should speak first. Finally, all eyes set on Ruby. She nodded, accepting the unspoken request. She folded her hands in her lap and looked at Nicole. Sensing her, Nicole looked at Ruby. Whatever we do next, we should decide it together, Ruby said. Nicole looked from Ruby to the others. They echoed her sentiment with nods, and Nicole received them with fresh tears and a smile. Well, I guess the only thing to figure out is, what is next? Nicole said. Everyone looked at each other, and then Sam spoke up. Well, while we were waiting, Walt found something interesting. Walt, you want to show her? Yeah, man, it's over here, he said. Walt trotted over to the end of the closest row of terminals and pointed at a large red button. The others gathered around and looked at it. What is it? Nicole said. Walt ran his fingers through his hair. Oh, man, that's the off button of all off buttons. That turns off the Internet, man, Walt said. Nicole leaned over and looked at the button. Underneath were the words, Internet Shutdown. The button was about four inches in diameter and was covered by a square, clear plastic box on a hinge. Next to it was a similar button under a similar box. Under it were the words, Telecommunications Shutdown. I always knew the government had a button like this, man, Walt said. What does it do? Nicole said. Walt acted surprised. A dude! It shuts the whole web down! It's why there ain't no worldwide web up right now! Big Brother cut it off, man! Paul looked at Nicole. What Walt is trying to say is, we think that if they hit these buttons once to cut off all communication, hitting them again should start them up. Nicole looked at the others, then back at the buttons. What the hell, right? It's worth a try, she said. Nicole reached out and with both hands flipped up the covers on both buttons. Walt, you want to do the honors? Be the one to kick Big Brother off the line? Walt beamed. Hell yeah, I do, he said. Then with both thumbs, pressed down on the buttons. There was an audible hum from deep inside the base. Then a female computer voice began to announce. World Wide Web and Telecommunications Reestablished. The voice repeated as every terminal in the room began to beep as high-speed servers synced back up. All the screens sprang to life with connectivity messages. Along the line of terminals, cell phones, lefted chargers, and wireless devices sprang to life as they too reconnected. Hello world, Paul said as he watched the huge screen on the wall at the other end of the room lose its map of the infected, a browser window taking its place. We'll be the first people back on the web, man. I bet if there are any others out there, they are freaking out now, Walt said. Nicole looked at Walt knowingly. You're right, Walt. 
There may be others out there. We should let them know we are here, that we have a place, Nicole said. Paul looked at the browser on the huge screen, then down at the console with the two huge buttons. Mounted to the console was a webcam. A green power light indicated its ready status. Paul looked at the console again. Two smaller buttons were below the larger ones. One read, Transmit Pages All Sites Channels. The other read, Transmit Video All Sites Channels. I think this means we can basically broadcast a message across the whole web and on every TV channel. If anybody notices we just turned it all back on, maybe they're listening, he said. Nicole thought for a second. We need something to get people's attention. Let them know we turned it back on, she said. Before anyone else decided, Billy stepped up to the keyboard and began to type. Seconds later, a website flashed across the screen. Hey, that's my music video, Jordan said. They all stood there as Jordan's video began to play on the huge screen. Billy reached down and hit Transmit Pages All Sites Channels. The same female computer voice began to announce Transmitting web address across all sites and channels. Jordan's mouth fell open. Is my video playing over the whole internet? She said. And on every TV channel too, I think, honey, Paul said. Billy went over to one of the other terminals and brought up a browser. He typed Amazon.com in the address bar. Jordan's video was playing where the Amazon homepage should have been. He went to another terminal and typed CNN.com. On another, he typed foxnews.com. On both, rather than the news pages, Jordan's video played. They all stood there marveling as Jordan danced and sung along with her video. As it ended, Paul turned on the camera mounted on the console above the buttons. Nicole looked at him and the others. They all smiled at her. Nicole stepped in front of the camera as Paul hit the button marked Transmit video, all pages, channels. You ready for your close-up, Miss Bennett? Paul said. Smiling, he took a step back and gave Nicole some space. On the monitors and on the large screen across the room, Nicole's face appeared. She looked nervously around at the others, then cleared her throat and began. This is Nicole Bennett. We are survivors. To anybody that can hear us, and can get here, we offer you refuge.